Welcome back to another episode of Too Many Men. Tony Pickenich, Eric Johnson, Zach Riley, Tom Pickenich, and Tyler dies. Trish is back, baby. Hi, everybody. First time from in, New a, Hampshire. in a minute. All the way from New Hampshire, yeah. Well, there's um, a great racetrack, by the oh. way. Oh, yeah. Well, we got some things to talk about. Very hockey-centric episode. We have our Shining Stars list for the rest of Canada. Oh. That is the cities that, or the, the whole country, the cities that are not Toronto and Vancouver. I have not written mine yet. I like I like the um, rest of Canada. I like how yeah. we just called it the rest of Canada. Well, we did two Canadian cities, yeah. so this is the rest of Canada. It's like rest of world in FIFA. It's just a league for, for all the teams that aren't good enough, or like all the countries aren't good enough to form a whole league. But we also have a discussion about the Arizona Coyotes. We have Henrik Lundqvist's retirement to get to and where he sits uh, on the NHL all-time goalies list because that has been a hot topic of mine throughout the day, I'll tell you that much. And But before we get to anything, I want to talk a little bit about Madden 22. It came out today. It is the worst fucking video game I have ever seen. And I get they put out the same Madden every year, but this one is worse. Tom will tell you. Tom was playing it last night. This is the worst Madden game they've put out. I listened to you guys play it. Not pretty. Not great. It's not good at all. So how is it worse? I rolled out, okay, in my be a pro. Right. I roll out to the right. I got a guy chasing me down. AJ Watt. And I, as I'm running, my guy just took the ball and flicked it right at JJ Watt's head. Jeez. He didn't I click didn't, a button. I didn't click a button. I didn't do anything. He just flicked the ball right at JJ Watt's head. And that theoretically should be a forward pass. Rule the fumble. Um, Somebody on the Cardinals picks up and takes it to the house. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I usually play on all Madden, and all Madden is impossible. Impossible. Nothing is smooth in the gameplay. They focused a little too much on all like the, the little stuff. You know, yeah. To be fair, you did play as the Jaguars, and that's supposed to make things a little bit harder. Well, yeah, let's talk about that. I don't think there's a way in that face of the franchise to not get drafted by the by the Jaguars. <laughs> because so, from the get-go, it's you're the first overall pick. From the very beginning. This guy oh. is the projected first overall pick. And it said the Jaguars took in the 2021 draft with round one pick one, they took me. And then under it, it says round one pick one Trevor Lawrence. So they split one pick on two players, two quarterbacks, apparently. Hey, uh, Urban Meyer, I want to request a trade. Also, Urban Meyer looks nothing like Urban Meyer. <laughs> nothing at all. Last year, they did uh, uh, the Giants coach really dirty. Judge? Yeah, there was yeah no they did Joe. He, he, he was uh, very fat in last year's Madden. Yeah. There was no also no face game for Joe Judge. Yeah. I haven't played as the Giants yet, so I don't know if there's one of him yet. But it 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 gets worse every year. I don't know what they're like thinking, and I'm surprised the NFL hasn't ripped away their rights yet. I oh. just roasted the hell out of this Rangers fan on fucking Twitter, and we'll get to that in a speaking, little bit. Speaking of rights, can we talk about MLB moving the trade? I was just about to say, RIP Fanatics. I can't believe they did that. Single-handedly I'm killed sh- Fanatics. I've uh, killed Tops. Fanatics single-handedly so kill Tops by swooping in. Top has been around. Like, how can you so change something that's literally been a part of MLB for a very long time? Is the Tops baseball baseball cards? 
Well, I mean, look at look at what baseball has changed in the past couple of years. I mean, Majestic was the official jersey provider for how long? Yeah, and very it's long. Nike. Time. And you got people up in arms about the swoosh. I don't mind it. I don't, I don't mind, mind it either. I'm more upset about tops though. I could care less what brand is on the jersey. Like Yeah, tops upsets me. Um Although I am excited because now I'm hoping my top baseball cards become a lot more valuable. Oh, they will be. They already are valuable enough. They're really like, I have a couple boxes from when I was a kid and uh, they're not that valuable. Well, like, they're more valuable than you'd think baseball. I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with them switching over from tops. Doesn't affect the value of any tops baseball cards from 1952 to 2020. No. The ones that really affects, I guess it does affect the 1951 set a little bit. They didn't have a set from before that. 1952 was their first. 52 is the first year? 52 is the first. Okay, well, it doesn't affect the sets from 53 to 2020. You ever heard the story about why the 52 set is so rare and hard to find? No, no. Because Tops printed out so many excess cards. At least I think this is the story. They had so many excess cards, they didn't know what to do with them. So they just chucked a whole bunch of them in the Hudson River. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh my. I hope that's real. I hope that's real. I really hope that's real. That's but funny. When it comes to value of cards, because it's the only one I could really see it affecting is this year's set. Because it's the yeah. last set. Yeah. You know, I'll be buying a set this year. Yeah, I might have to go out and snag one. I wish I would have known earlier. Shout out well, to those people get... who bought sets already. Yeah. Tops issued, issued its high series Mickey Mantle cards so late in the summer of 52 that sales were a disappointment. Um, and he went on to say that they diligently tried to rid of their stock of these overproduced baseball cards by engaging with carnivals and toy companies. So they, they just chucked them into the Jersey side of the Hudson River. Wow. Uh, why? Of course, it was from the Jersey side. I really hope a worker at Tops had some foresight hmm. and just like snagged a handful. I paid I paid twenty bucks for a card from the fifty two set a couple years ago. It's not nearly as much as you would think, you know. No, it sucks. I mean, Tops is a baseball card institution. Tops is an MLB institution. Yeah, but it's. Baseball seems to be trying to move forward in every facet, but their actual play, (laughs) which is something. But I didn't even know fanatics made cards. Me neither. I didn't either. Maybe they're just starting now. Yeah. I don't think they made them before. I have, I have gotten as a gift, like autographed baseball cards from fanatics like as a Christmas gift. Yeah, but they're Topps cards. Those are Topps cards, and they're just sold by fanatics. I've done the same thing. Like, I have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. first home run card. Yeah. I bought it from fanatics, but it's a Topps card. I have, I think, a signed Wade Boggs, and that came. Yeah, I mean. But it came in the fanatics box. Like, I'm, I'm looking to see if maybe fanatics has its hand in, like, a trading card company, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm just trying to figure out. Because I know they're always at, I forget if they're at odds with, or they're like in bed with Upper Deck. 
I forget which one it is. Yeah. But because I don't know. I think I think Tops also owns Bowman. Too. I thought uh all oh, right now I'm thinking of OPG. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah. But Tops owns Bowman, guy. so you're not gonna be seeing any more Bowman cards. No. I well you're gonna be seeing them. They're just gonna be not as licensed by MLB. But guess and what? those are those are the funniest cards because I have some Leaf ones, and they don't have like I have Leaf college football cards, and they're not licensed by the college football teams to use the logo or anything. So it's just pictures of players, and they just strip logos off of jerseys and helmets. <laughs> and you know what's going to happen? You know who's going to be the most popular seller when MLB stops endorsing Tops? You know who's going to be selling the most baseball cards? It's going to be oh. Tops. Going to be yeah. tops. Huh. Upper deck still sells baseball cards. Yeah, upper deck does, but I mean, fanatics. If they are producing fanatics baseball cards and they don't own like, or like partnered with like a like another company like an upper deck or whatever, fanatics has thrusted themselves into the card game, and you got to wonder if MLB is just step one. Maybe they'll go to other leagues. Because I buy hockey. Yeah. And I buy upper deck. Yeah, for hockey. upper deck's the top for hockey. It used to be OPG. Yeah, but now uh, OPG, I can still get OPG cards. Yeah. Fully licensed and everything. I think upper deck bought OPG a couple of years back. Because I have a full upper OPG set from, uh, I think it's 17, 18, or 18, 19. But. It's just a major shakeup in the yeah. card world, you know? Well, speaking speaking of hockey, we should probably talk about our good friends down in Arizona. Well, I want to oh. get I want to get to Henrik Lundqvist first. Cause he kind of stole the news. I, I, and I'm sure the coyotes are grateful for Henrik Lundqvist picking today of all days to retire. Um Hen- Henrik Lundqvist retires, calls it quits, 15 year NHL career. Didn't play last season due to a heart condition. Was under contract with the Washington Capitals, but did not play. Yep. Now, the Twitter world has been arguing about where you put Henrik Lundqvist and not even the all-time goalie conversation, but the goalie conversation of the last era of goaltenders. And we'll get to a few of them. We'll get to where we think he ranks because I – I, I, people say cups aren't the end all be all, but he doesn't have one. Yeah, it's hard. To that be that next level, it's it's tough. That's a sin that he doesn't have a cup. Yeah, I know. Unfortunate. But let's look at when what era of goaltender would you say he fits in like the 04 to 15 era? Yeah. That sounds okay. right. Yeah, it's all right. pretty accurate. So that takes out his last four years with the Rangers, basically. Wait, when did he go? Uh, when did he go to the Eastern Conference Final? Twenty fourth. Which 20, time? Three times. The last played. time against Tampa. Twenty fifteen. Was that twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen? It was twenty fifteen. That was the last time they went. I thought it was twenty sixteen. No, no. Right Pittsburgh played uh, Tampa in twenty sixteen. 15-16, they lost in the first round. Yeah, first round. Although 16-17, they did make it to the second round of the playoffs. 
I wouldn't consider. Yeah, you know what? Let's say four to seventeen. Okay, so oh four to seventeen. Uh, there's other goaltenders from that era that you have to match them up against. But the biggest one, most because of proximity, playoff matchups against each other, I, the biggest one is Marty Brodeur. You know, it, it's simple yeah. as that. And Which isn't really fair to Lundqvist because Brodeur is an all-time. Well, player. I'm talking 04 after Brodeur or 05 okay. lockout after. And even look, even lockout let's look after. At, let's look, let's look at well, post post lockout goalies. I was gonna say then then it's probably actually very 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 close. I still, I think you still see the gap in the game between Brodeur and Lundqvist. But I by no means believe Brodeur or Lundqvist was the best post-lockout goaltender we've seen so far. But you got to remember where their careers were different. Because how old is Henrik Lundqvist right now? Late 39. I believe he's 39. He's 39. Yeah, 39, turn it March 2nd. I mean, you look at those two goalies when they were 35, 36 years old. In Marty Brodeur's season where he turned 35, the Devils started him 78 games. And when he was 36, the Devils started him 77 games. And both of those seasons were good enough for top four finishes in the conference. And the main argument I see from people against Brodeur in terms of Lundqvist was Brodeur played against the Sounder defensive system than Lundqvist did, but I look at Brodeur post-lockout, and that's the only Brodeur I'm looking at in this conversation when it comes to comparing the two goaltenders. There were seasons, especially that 78-game season and 77-game season for Brodeur, where the top pairing for the New Jersey Devils was Paul Martin and Johnny Oduya. And in years where Lundqvist was striving, was it Ryan McDonough and, and somebody else? A Dan Girardi? A Dan Boyle, granted, he was a deeper pairing guy, but it was mainly McDonough. Yeah, it was mainly McDonough, especially that year, the three years they went to the conference final. They go three, yeah, three years they went to the conference final. It was mostly McDonough. Hell, I'm and looking Mark at a Stahl. picture of Ryan McDonough right now. And Mark Stahl, too. Behind the goal. Yeah, Mark Stahl, too. He was a horse on that defense. So when it comes to post lockout goaltenders, because I saw somebody say, Henrik Lundqvist is the best goaltender of my era, and that just is flat out not true. Flat probably, out. Probably top 10 all time. Oh, I'm not. I don't think. Let's look at his era first, then we'll look at all time. Because, I, I, dude, to be considered in that argument, it's tough to see it without a ring. You, you also know? have to consider how different goalies have been over the years. Yeah. And it is an era where goaltenders got a lot of rule changes in their favor, too. But let's look at that era. Let's look at that era. Where would you put Lundqvist, or who would you have over Lundqvist? From 04 to 15? Yeah. I don't know if Trish knows he's muted, but he's muted. But well, I, I, th- I, I think put Florey ahead of him. 
Post lockout, post lockout, post lockout, post lockout. Not 04 to 15, post lockout. I was just going to say, I'd put Flurry ahead of him. I'd put Flurry ahead of him. I'd put Carey Price over both of them. I'd put Carey Price ahead of him. Yeah. Carey Price won that heart. Yeah. DJ LeMay, who just hit a home run, by the way. It's 9 2 Yankees. But so I'd even put Corey Crawford ahead of him. Who would you put? Corey Crawford. Yeah. I think I would. I wouldn't. I don't I mean, know about that one. You if wouldn't, it came, Eric? If it came down to it, you know, it's just – It's well, hard. Eric, did you say you wouldn't? I would not, no. I think Longfist is better than Crawford. I believe that. two cups, man. Yeah. yeah, but look who he had in front of him yeah. scoring. And yeah, look but the still. defense that he had. If I put Longfist or Corey, Corey Crawford – I'm for ERA right now, cups. right? Corey Crawford's numbers were not that impressive. Yeah. Yeah, but you're good. But it's not what Longfist was doing. I'm still going to hit you with an ERA. Okay, well, that's not the most sound argument right now, at least the way that you're using it. When you use it for ERA with a goalie as a whole, it makes sense because there's only one goalie in the Hall of Fame who doesn't have a ring. But the way that you're using it right now just doesn't work. Yeah, whatever, ERA. Okay. So, Flurry's ahead. Yes. I'd put Price ahead. I'd put Price ahead. Price ahead. Yeah. Crawford, there's an argument. Brodor, there's an argument. Post lockout, Brodor. I didn't say what you want. Say what you want about him. He did win two Vesnas and a Jennings and went to a Stanley Cup. Post lockout. But is there anybody else? Anybody at all? Actually, I don't know if I put Carey Price ahead of Lundqvist era wise, just all time wise. Well, all time, they only played in that era together. So. Well, outside of that era, Carey Price went to a Stanley Cup final. Not wrong. Yeah. And not only went, dragged the team. Dragged the team. Trying to think of what, like, two, like, obviously the first opening of the era is the lockout. (laughs) Obviously. Trying to think where that, is it lockout to three-on-three overtime era? Is that what it is? Lockout to when pretty much lockout to when Lundqvist lost his starting job to Gorgiev. Here we go. (laughs) Lockout to 30 team. Lockout to pre-final expansion. 31 team. Well, 30 team. 30 teams to cut off. So whatever flurry did in Vegas, take it out. So that takes Yeah, I'm still I'm still putting flurry flurry ahead of him. I put flurry ahead of him. I probably would too, but you also have to realize Flurry was a first overall pick. Uh, I lose draft position as we start playing. Draft position has no marker on how good you were. Yeah. None. I, I mean, none. None. Also, with that said, that Lundqvist retirement ceremony, I will be not. I will not be missing that. I can't afford it. Not to buy tickets like the mid thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not paying for that. Go to um, Kevin Garnett's. That's only like three hundred dollars for nosebleeds. Oh my god, was that Minnesota or Boston? Uh, Boston. Man. All right. So flurry. Tom, I'm really surprised you're not standing on your soapbox screaming about Roberto Luongo right now. I. I mean. <laughs> I, the only reason I'm not is because he didn't win. And at least Henrik Lundqvist has personal achievement. Roberto Luongo doesn't. He didn't have a Vesna? No, I don't believe so. No. Should have won it. Should have. 
didn't. That, that one year. You know what year I'm talking about. Does Corey Crawford have any personal hardware? Don't think so. What about Tuka? plays against him. Tuka? I don't, I don't put Tuka. Yeah. Tuka's, I feel like Tuka's been more last, like, Tuka did go to that cup in 13. Corey Crawford's a two-time Jennings winner, and he's never finished above fifth in Vesna voting. Okay. So it's Flurry and it's Price. Because I am what I am in the belief that if Price, if care if uh Chris Kreider doesn't run Carey Price, the Canadians win that series. I am I'm under that belief. Also, if they would have played each other, that's where you would have had their argument for who's one and who's two between mm-hmm. those two. I'm trying to think who else could even be considered. Again, Ryan Brodeur. Miller. Uh, Ryan Miller's interesting. Jonathan Quick. There's Quick, Quick in April. Quick beyond April. Jonathan Quick, yeah, he always showed up. He Quick showed up beyond before. April is like the greatest goalie ever. Okay, Jonathan Quick ha- has a seat at this table at the very least. Oh, definitely. I just forgot about him, but yeah. yeah. Can we just can we just identify what the bottom line is? Because I know we were talking about you know best in the era, and we already realized that's just flat wrong. Because to be the best in your era, you have to have won something. I'm pretty sure Flurry's the best of this era. I'm I'm pretty sure he is. I'm fairly certain. Because quick, because I mean those teams ran. You know, the quick's NHL interesting because quick wasn't years. quick wasn't great, like. In the regular season no. or anything. Like, Lundqvist was great in the regular season. He – the thing with Lundqvist was he never made that big save, you know? Yeah. When push came to shove, it just wasn't there for some reason. Lose. Like, I'll compare it to a goalie who's clearly below him, Braden Holtby. Clearly below him. But when push came to shove, his paddle was on that goal line. When push came to shove. Yeah. All time, I think it's... I have a lot of trouble, I think, putting him as a top 10 goaltender all time. Is it time to go through goalies? No, I think our point got made. Let's... I think we already made the point. Yeah, no, I think we made the point. We made the point. He's not even... He's not even one of, like... Like he's one of the best in his era, but he yeah. there are definitely goaltenders above him in his era. Surefire Hall Kramer, first bout. Definitely. Here, I might have a de- a decent comparison, like a decent one to talk about. I just got to see what his uh trophy case looks like a little bit, because I don't know a lot about him from this era. Same um, era. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Tim Thomas. Tim Thomas ain't better than him. You want to hear Tim Thomas's resume? Because it's a little more impressive than I thought. Two Vesnas and a cup. Two Vesnas, four All-Star games, Conn Smythe, cup, and a Jennings trophy. That's more yeah. impressive than what 
Lundqvist has. Yeah. Well, Lundqvist, we don't deny Lundqvist is better than Tim Thomas, do we? Lundqvist better than Tim Thomas. Is he, though? Yeah. Yeah. Is he, though? Yeah. yeah. And I know what you're about to say with the earned ring thing. ERA. Yeah, <laughs> ERA, as you call it. Yes. I mean, when push came to shove. Tim Thomas won. If I need a goaltender in the net. Then, then again, you're if you want to switch sports, you're saying like Carl Malone and John Stockton are scrubs. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Henrik Lundqvist only has one Vesna. Yeah. You didn't know that? I thought he had more than that. I thought he had I thought he had at least two. I assumed he had at least two. I was thinking in the three range. I want to compare last guy Tim Thomas. I want to compare Tim Thomas and Henrik Lundqvist's numbers. Oh. Because everybody's about to look a fool. They're both like seventh round draft. I can't. I'm not, I'm like the biggest Lundqvist fan. Like Henrik Lundqvist just always seemed like the guy that was always propped up to be better than he actually was. You know, that's just how I saw him always. And a lot of that was being on what side of the river I was sitting on. But that's just how hey, I saw it. Tony. What? Congrats. Race just took the lead over the White Sox. Blue Russo oh, came really? out. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Tim Thomas only has 200 wins. Which is kind of insane. How is that it? He just had two good years. Well, he was a four-time All-Star. Oh, Henrik Lundqvist's postseason record ain't great. What's his record? Sixty-one and sixty-seven. Oh, <laughs> man has no finish. Oh man! All right, Henrik Lundqvist is probably better than Tim Thomas. Tim Thomas is a little more clutch. Yeah. Like, if you're going into the playoffs. What's Tim Thomas's postseason record? It was only – I think it was like 24 and 21. Like, he hasn't played a lot. That's fine. Mainly played, mainly played like 200 – played 200 NHL games. <laughs> which is great. He was a, still he rather have by the Nordiques. Him. Still rather have him. I mean, net. game on the line. That's what I'm saying. Game seven. We need a win. I got one twist and Tim Thomas. Thomas, get out there. I mean, that's what I like. When I see a goaltender and I go, I need a game one. I need one game one. Who am I throwing in net? I'm throwing the guy who's done it. Throwing it high on that list. It's simple as that. (laughs) Like, your guy I'd probably take, I'd probably take Ken Dryden. That's probably my guy in that situation. And then probably Patty Wah. And then probably Brodor. But, like, you don't want Hashik? Hashik's a great goalie. I have, I put Hashik out there first. Like, you need a game one, you're throwing Dominic Hashik out there? Yeah. Heartbeat. Because I know what I know what Dominic Hashik's capable of. It's a tough. It's like tough. he's if, a great goal. I mean, there's no like no disputing that he's a great goaltender. Like Dominic Hashik's like the only goalie I can really look at where he's like if he's if there's a position where like somehow a player has a wide open net, it's a pretty good chance Dominic Hashik's gonna save it. 
There's there's like there's no debating Henry Lundqvist is a good goaltender. He he's going to be a very widely debated position goaltender. I does he get in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Yeah. Does you first think first if he had the same exact numbers on a different team, like a lower end team? Let's let's face it. What like Minnesota? No. Like or like a Rangers a lot of those years. No, 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 no. Like if he's if he does this all in Minnesota, he's not in. Well, there's only one goaltender in the hockey hall of fame without a cup. Ed uh Who's that? I don't know how to say it. Hold on, hold on, let me think. I know his name. I don't know how to say it. Is it like recent? No. No, it's old. Like before like after the sixties. I think it's before the sixties. Tom, who is it? Giacomin? Is that how you say it? Ed Giacomin? Yeah, Ed Giacomin. Oh, man. the bar. There's only 22 goalies in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't think he gets in. It's also that he played in New York. He's got big Joe Namath vibes. Well, he's better than Joe Namath. Like, no, but he here's is, the but- problem. Joe Namath won that Super Bowl. Joe Namath has a 100 ERA. I think there's more deserving players not in the Hall of Fame right now. I believe that. And Mm. I think you know who I'm going to say. Who are you you going to say, Tom? I am going to go with Mike Vernon. Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking goalies or just overall players? Just overall players. Oh. Sergey Zubov. Zubov. If Alfredson would have just won that cup with Ottawa, he'd be in. But I'm not trying to cheapen the legacy of Henrik Lundqvist. It's that when you look at goalies in the Hall of Fame, the qualifier, except for one exception, is that you have to have won the Stanley Cup. And yeah. Henrik Lundqvist doesn't have it. Yeah, right. Hockey Hall of Fame is a big fan of ERA. Let me tell you. And even if you have it, that's certainly not a guarantee. Tim Thomas? No. Mike Vernon? No. I don't know how Mike Vernon isn't in. I want Mike Vernon. Mike Vernon deserves it. Mike Vernon has two cups, and he also has a con smite. Does he have a Vesna? I don't know. I should. You want me to look it up? Yeah. Yeah. Because you look at like oh, he only finished second to Wah in voting for the Vesna. Oh, okay. So he ran into that wall. That, yeah. <laughs> when he played. The wall. <laughs> like... Here we go. Oh, Vesna trophy winners. Right on Wikipedia. I mean, you look at like who who's gonna be going in next year, definitely. I mean <sighs> Zetterberg's getting in. These twins are getting in. I mean, Rod Brindamore is not in. Curtis Joseph is not in, and I believe Curtis Joseph's better than Henrik Lundqvist. What team did he play for? Cujo was a Maple Leaf. He was a Blue. Hmm. Amazing, some pretty big market teams. He won the heart, Cujo. He did. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think Lundqvist gets in. I think he does. Henrik Lundqvist might be the Curtis Joseph of this time. The Curtis Joseph what? was that goalie in the nineties. Is the difference that he gets in? Because I see him getting in. I don't. They might put it, I, dude. I don't know. I don't think so. If we're going by criteria and who's in, I wouldn't put him in. With that being said, you can't tell the story of the National Hockey League in the last 15 years without Henrik Lundqvist. Not, the, not without the king. The so-called king. king. A nickname that upsets me to no end because I think to be a king, you have to be at the top of the league at some point. You have to win something. He never was. Well, he was at the top of the league one year. Also, that year he won the Vezina, he got outsed by a 40-year-old Martin Brodeur, so. Missed me with it. But. <laughs> I, I wish I could get a list of, like, players who are eligible over the next couple of years. You know, that's what I want. Just to see who's going to get voted Just in to over see, him. see, like, who can be up. Hockey Hall of Fame, who becomes eligible in 22? Okay, here we go. Roberto Luongo. Makes it. Owen, this, oh, I don't think Luongo makes it. I don't know. Luongo doesn't have any personal accolades or team accolades. The only thing he's he got, has, he's got the He's got the gold. That's not enough. Sedin Twins, I mean. Sedin should go in. They, they will. They're another one. Drafted the great, same year. Great player. And I don't think you could put one in without the other. You can't. And if They're I was the gonna, same, like, like I would say Henrik Sedin is more deserving than Daniel because Henrik was the better player. They were kind of the same player, weren't they? Well, Henrik Sedin, I believe, had some hardware. I thought one of them just had more assists and one of Henrik them had Sedin more won the Art Ross and the Hart. See, that seems fucked up to me. <laughs> Daniel Sedin. He's got a oh, Daniel Sedin has an Art Ross and a Ted Lindsay. So they might both get in. Yeah, I think I think they're both good enough to get in there. I don't know. Because if it becomes like a crowded class and you're between two players, you know, I don't know. I I don't know when Yager's going in, but he's going to steal a spot away from somebody when that happens. Well, can't he not go in until he's done playing? Yeah, I think. I, I'm pretty sure. And he's still playing. <laughs> well, he's playing because if he stops, his team folds, which I think is the greatest thing ever. All right, so Lundquist is eligible in 23. Corey Crawford, also eligible in 23. Justin Williams, also eligible in 23. Jay Baumeister eligible in 23. Oh, I don't like anybody there. That'd be a weak class. Lunkus might get in. Andre Markov, Dustin Bufflin. It's not a strong class in 23. That's when you could see a McGillney or McGillney should be in or a Brendan Moore get in. McGillney should be in totally. Yeah, there's no reason why McGillney shouldn't be in by now, at least. He's been eligible since, what, 09? Yeah, and it's a hockey all thing. If it's based on just his NHL stats, he doesn't get in. Yeah, but like... Hell yeah. 
and take a look at what he did when it comes to growing the game, you know, him coming over, him defecting in the eighties. Yeah. Like he, he's a major part of NHL history. He also won the lady Bing. He was the goal scoring leader in, in 93. He's a six time all-star. I mean, and he's got the cup. He was almost a 500 goal scorer, Alexander McGillney. I'm still pounding on the table for uh, Patrick Elias to get in, but I'm I'm gonna be holding my breath a while, and I know that. Yeah. All right, let's move let's to the Arizona Coyotes. Say, let's worry about Alfredson getting in first. Uh, Elias maybe higher than Alfie. Eh. It's a conversation for a different day. That's where that's really where <laughs> these come in to talk. With Alfredson? Yeah. So what are the oh, Zach's frozen. Zach is, Zach, is your is your Wi-Fi router a potato? Yeah, I'm all the way upstairs and that router is all the way in the basement. Uh, see. So the Arizona Coyotes have been informed that the city of where do they play now? Glendale. 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 City of Glendale be opting out of their lease in 2022. Yeah, they said no. Well, homeless. Does this really push them out of Arizona? You think? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's. I, I think, think it's this last straw. I mean, it's just it's a combination of everything. The team is awful. Nobody will go play there. The building doesn't get filled. They don't have filled yeah, they don't since fans. 2012. <laughs> Because you got a lot of old people out in Arizona. You know, who the hell is going out to see That was their reasoning. You have a lot of old people from yeah. cold weather places. Yeah. It's the Florida Panthers method. Yeah, but it didn't work. It didn't work in Florida. Why would it Not work in, in Florida either? Like, Both of those teams. The writing's been on the wall in Arizona, what feels like for the better part of seven years. Ever since the league had to take over ownership of the team. Yeah, that was find a seller too. They're find a buyer. It's Batman's baby. It's as simple as that. I know Eric and I. I think we share the same destination. Yep. And where will they end up? Where do you also? Think? Well, what I was just, the thing? What, wait, just, what was the thing with Tempe? They yeah. wanted to a joint so, venture with the Sun with Devils. Because I've been reading into Tempe. Number one. Because we've been hearing stuff about Tempe potentially getting a um, getting the Coyotes. They've been talking about Tempe since 2016. For five years, they've been talking about going to Tempe. Number two, it would cost approximately $70 million to move the team to Tempe anyway. Money they don't have. Which they don't have. N- number three, it was supposed to be a partnership with Arizona State, but it, according to reports, depending on who you read, Arizona State's dropped out. They don't want a part of it anymore. Yeah, they got – and I, I'll tell you how that happened. There was an agreement, and Arizona probably looked back, the Coyotes looked back and said, hey, you guys got to kick in a little bit more money. And they were like, what? No. There's no situation – I mean, it's hard for a professional sports franchise to get told no by a college franchise, by, by a college, by a hockey yeah. team down there that's just been formed, like within the last three years. I mean, Tempe's not big enough to support a professional sports team, especially not hockey. The last one they had was the Cardinals when they played at Sun Devil Stadium for a little bit. 
more than a little bit. They played there a while. But there's no – you can't sustain it. It's different in Vegas. And a lot of people like to compare those two markets because it's desert markets. It's different in Vegas. The Golden Knights fit right in with entertainment. Yeah. There's no entertainment district in Phoenix or Glendale, wherever they play. There's a nice shopping center. Yeah. That's it. A really nice shopping center. The Cardinals when the can NHL make the work, decide... The Cardinals and can make it work. The Cardinals are the only team I think that could really, really make it work. The Suns are fine if they're good. The Diamondbacks cannot. Diamondbacks are gone. They're, they're gone. But they're only still there because of Bettman, how much he wanted to put them there. That's the only reason. But... So we share the same idea, right, Eric, of where they'll end up? We do. Where is that? Houston, huh? Even the heart of Texas. That'd be interesting. I'd like that. Hey, Tony, White Sox Sox just tied it. Let's go. And Oakland's about a score against San Francisco. So I'm not worried about the wild card. The Orioles have lost 16 straight. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. But the stars, for the most part, have worked in Texas. Mm -hmm. Granted, we haven't really seen an era of bad hockey yet with the Dallas Stars. You know? Mm -hmm. They're always either contending or hanging around a playoff spot. We'll see what happens if there's ever a situation where they're a bottom three team in the league like Arizona is sometimes. But Houston's a big enough city to support it. Tom threw out Portland. I'm not a major fan of Portland. Um, I think the Trailblazers are surviving there against all odds. They want an MLB team bad, and I think the A's should move there. I'm down moving the A's to Vegas, but and you look at some past cities that have gotten the NHL's attention, uh, Atlanta. I don't know if the NHL will be willing to take a third swing. Although, if there's an ownership group that buys a team with the thought to move it, there's not a lot the NHL can do about where they're going. Um, I don't know if they'd want to take a third swing in Atlanta. I think if done right, hockey in Atlanta could work. It's just doing it right has always been the problem. If the Padres lose to the Phillies today, there is a tie between them and Cincinnati in the wild card spot. Wow. Collapse. That shouldn't be happening. That should collapse. But what are some other cities that had NHL attention in the past? I Atlanta. Hamilton. Hamilton. They have the arena there. Um Bringing back the Nordiques. Quebec. Quebec. The problem is with Quebec. The only reason I think Quebec's gonna be an issue, and it's the same thing with Hamilton. You're creating the divisions all wonky again. Arizona's already moving to the Central. Say, say what you want. That does open up the door for an eight-team Canadian division. Yes. Now, Arizona's moving to the Central. You know what would make the travel there a lot easier? Houston. Being in Houston. Or KC. <laughs> or New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans is tough. New That'd Orleans cool. is real tough. I think the only team that New Orleans can really support is the Saints. Everything else down there just doesn't seem as big. And and yeah. Zion. And even Zion, then, even no, Zion wants out. <laughs> but, okay, so we got Houston on the board. 
We got Kansas City, formerly home of the Scouts, on the board. We've got New Orleans on the board, never hosted an NHL NHL team. Atlanta on the board, hosted the Flames and the Thrashers. Um, it's been a while. Baltimore interested way back when they have no arena. They have an old one, but like that's going to need renovation. Well, yeah. I mean, that's where they play while you're building the new one. A lot of these places, it's where they're going to play while they're building the new one. There's, there's all, I mean, Kansas city does have one. Sprint Kansas center. City the sprint center, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you have the Toyota center in Houston, but, um, I mean, say what you want. That the arena up in Hamilton is going to need renovations. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's NHL size, but it was built in the nineties. Uh, Quebec won't though. Uh, the Quebec Coliseum. No, the Videotron Center. The Videotron, right, right, right. That's getting up there, isn't it? Isn't that ten years by now? Milwaukee. You might see a little. You might see a little renovation. Milwaukee, Green Bay. Milwaukee is interesting. Um. I throw Baltimore out there just because they were screwed maybe. out in '69 or '66 by the Flyers. I maybe definitely Buffalo. think like the miss the like Wisconsin, maybe Buffalo because yeah. they don't have an NHL team. Yeah, they don't have an NHL team. Um, the White Whale, Hartford, not gonna happen. Uh, that would be I so would, cool. I, I'm also bring the Whalers back. I saw somebody say the Coliseum. They're like the Coliseum's empty. Long Island, third team in New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hampton Roads, Virginia is not going to work. Cleveland? That's an interesting one. But can They tried Hampton Roads before. I know. The Rhinos. The Rhinos. Didn't quite make it. And um, as, a, as somebody who vacations there all the time, I'd, I would have loved it, but... Alas. Cleveland, former home of the Barons in got, 74 got, through 76. Got a, brand new, got a brand new renovated arena. Yeah. The Cleveland Monsters do well. The AHL franchise there. Houston seems like the layup. Houston and Kansas City seem like the one and the two, in my eyes, if you want to keep them in the States. If you want to move them out, I mean, Quebec is just yeah. is the market. How Bring about, the Nordiques back. Yeah, I. How about Charlotte? Mm. And we just move Charlotte. the Blue Jackets back to the West. Or you just move the Hurricanes out of Raleigh. I would rather or, move the. Oh right, Tom, the Hurricanes. Oh right. Okay. How about can we put them in Orlando? <laughs> Also, if there was a team, Florida teams don't work now. You want to put them in yeah, Orlando? Yeah, you want to throw another one in? <laughs> yeah. If there was a team I was going to move to the West, if there was a team I was going to move to the West, it's not the Blue Jackets. It's Simple not. That. There, it's there's Detroit. one. Yeah, it is Detroit. They belong in the Western Conference. It's a shame that they're not. There's places. I have my doubts about Winnipeg working long term. You know. Because when yeah. they need a new arena, the city of Winnipeg's not going to build it for. They've been successful there, though. They have. But when and they the, need a new arena. But here's the thing. Every time I see the Jets on TV, that place is sold out. It is. Every time. But every time I see the Jets on TV, I can barely name three players because nobody wants to fucking go there. <laughs> 
Oh, there's a lot of play, dude. I mean, Cleveland out would would really intrigue me because they're a really major city that doesn't have all four teams. Same with Houston. Houston, <laughs> but Houston, I could see being warmer. I mean, even just call the Texans a major four team, I think is is a bit generous, but. It's a, it's warmer. Hockey might not work. Cleveland seems like a hockey city, you know. Yeah, it's cold it's and it's freezing miserable. in Cleveland <laughs> in the winter. Hartford too, but that's a pipe dream. The so XL every, Center is in disarray. Every, and every city in Canada. Saskatoon. By the way. Let me just say this power move of the Coyotes last year to say, no, we don't owe you money. And the city to pull out, here's how much money you owe us. Yeah. Hell of a thing. Well, you know, the Coyotes went from not playing, not paying players and uh, front office people, their bonuses to now they're just weren't paying rent. So they're clearly just <laughs> running out of Three, money. $300,000 of that is four months overdue. That team bought at last year's deadline. That's they, uh, they traded for Taylor Hall. Yeah, they traded for Taylor Hall. <laughs> They're insane, dude. Uh, I don't think uh, Saskatoon. I mean, they almost got the Blues in the eighties. Yeah, but I, I don't. I think your two front runners are Kansas City and uh, Houston. Dark just, horse being Cleveland. We just had one of the craziest moments. I'm watching the NASCAR Truck Series race. They had to stop and red flag the race because there's a power outage at the track. Really? Yeah. Wow. That doesn't happen often. They red flagged it. I'm a huge fan of making them drive in the dark. I can't wait for them to start doing it in the rain. They're they're developing they're developing rain tires tires. for the cars. Yeah. What? So they can go all all like all season now? Yeah. Are you down for snow races? That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All four. Give it to me. All four. I'll watch that shit. They'll be sliding but, all over the racetrack. But the problem is they're not going to be um, they're not going to be scheduling. You know, they're not scheduling Pocono like February. Yeah, no. Tom is back after his laptop died. Hi, Tom. All right, so we have a shining stars list to get to. Wait, wait, wait. Can I talk about? Oh, the oh, I my apologies. You want to do your Mets? Yeah, I'm just looking at the rest of the season. They're Look. losing already in the first inning against the Dodgers. CM, CM Punk just debuted in AEW. I'm happy. My day's complete. Go ahead, Zach. What do you think the rest of the season looks like for the Mets so I could fill out my Shining Stars list here? Oh, yeah? All right. So it's over. Season's over. I said it last episode. I have no hope. They're going to be 30 games under by the end, I think. I don't know. We're going to go through the schedule right now and see what, what we're going to be at. They are at this moment, uh, what are they, 60 and 61? Yes. Beautiful record. Another reminder, we're going going to be 60 and 62 tonight, Tony, so don't don't get too excited. Reminder that we're going Thursday. We are going Thursday. I might be going Tuesday now, too. Oh, Zach, I'm going to be there Tuesday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That sucks. I know. Twice in one week, that's awful. I know, and I'm going with Gage. That's even worse. (laughs) I tried to get him on this podcast tonight. He wouldn't come. Oh, no? Hey, big league does. All right. We got big league by Gage. Zach's frozen. We're losing all three of those games. Well, the, Zach, we're, Zach oh, nobody heard back. what you were saying. You were frozen for a little bit. Go, oh, okay. Go so Go ahead. they have three more games with the Dodgers. 
and they're losing all three of those games. Hmm. So at the by the end of this uh, series, we are going to be 16-64. And we're going to lose three straight to the San Francisco Giants. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be 16-67. I'm going to say we're going to take two out of three from Washington. And we go 62 and 68. Then we got Miami for four games, a doubleheader. We we always split doubleheaders, so that's that's gonna happen. And then we're gonna lose the rest of them. Oh my god, <laughs> the rest of them? Yeah, Miami's been playing well. I think they're winning right now. Uh, so I, what does that make us? So if we lose three out of four, losers, Zach. we're gonna be sixty-three and forty-one. Uh, sorry, six, uh, seventy-one believe it's awful and then we got through four games at washington another doubleheader so that's gonna be a split and then we're gonna lose the rest of those because we don't play well in washington that's terrible uh you don't play well anywhere no we don't we have, actually we haven't played well anywhere but home this what year. exchange of optimism in like four weeks yeah right it's great really in like three days no, no. Like I was, no, I was slowly three days. I, I was slowly going downhill, were, but it really hit the fan the last like four or five days, three, four days. Easy. It's a reverse of two years ago where the also. The why the hell do we have a two game series of Boston in the final two weeks of this the season? I hate that scheduling. Stupid. That that's what it is. We Stay up the league. I will. Oh, okay. I'm sure they're waiting for your letter. Yeah, they they will be. Call call Rob Manfred. I got his give, number. You want it? Give him a buzz. You got his number, Tony? Send him yeah. my way. All right. Call. So we were going to be 63 and 71 after the Miami series, and we're going to lose four out of five from Washington. I'll give us two games out of five. Two games out of five there. Did you write this down to give me like a final record at the end of the season? Uh, I'll get a piece of paper right now. Oh, so you don't you're grossly unprepared for this. Well, listen. Well, what? I had a lot of, I had a lot of stuff I'm going listening. on here. Yeah, and you're listening to me rant about how bad this fucking team is. Don't call as this you... a rant. This is more just sadness. Yeah. Well, this is also more than a minute of Mets madness. Oh, yes, that's for sure. It's a minute of Mets sadness. Is one of those. 60 seconds of sadness. So, all right. So we're gonna be sixty-two and seventy. I'm typing. I'm typing it on my computer. Uh, we're gonna be sixty-two and seventy-one by the end of the Miami series. Okay. And then we're gonna we're gonna win two games uh, against Washington out of five. Okay. <clears throat> so that means we're gonna lose three. That's usually what that means, yeah. And go to sixty-four and seventy-four. We're gonna be ten games under by the second week of September. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. And you think it's going to be 81 and 81 for some I reason. Do. Do. How do you think that? I mean, how do I think we that? have four wins this this month? How many? You just had them go two and three against Washington. They're all they're all, but they're bad. They're going to lose. They're going to go four and one against Washington. No. They're bad. They can string together a little run. They're going to give you at least one more. I told this to uh, going to get up here. I was going to have them speak might Miami. Been, might have been me. I, I told this to a guy. No, I told this to a guy named Kyle, oh. who works for Augusta Sportswear, who I met down in, in Missouri. 
Not not our Kyle. No, because we were talking about the Braves. He's a Braves fan. He's from Jacksonville. He's a Braves fan. And he's like, you know, I'm kind of at this point with the Braves where if they make it, they make it. If they don't, they don't really care. And I said, they're going to give you one last, like, glimpse. Well, that's, that's where I'm getting at. Hope. Oh, so you, that, okay. That's where I'm getting at. I'm not, I'm not there yet. It's going to be in the last, like, two weeks. And then we're just going to hit the Yankees. And we're going to hit the hell out of you. So... Then they play Miami, and I have them sweeping Miami. That's the glimmer of hope. Like, oh, my God, we could beat somebody and sweep them. And then we hit the Yankees for three games. <laughs> and then it's over. And then we're back to 10 games under. Okay. So then we hit St. Louis. I think we'll take two out of three from St. Louis at home. Why do you think that? <laughs> They're not Where's that the good logic either. with that? Where's the logic behind Two and three against the Nationals and two out of three against the Cardinals. The Mets get hot in the weirdest ways. They'll beat teams they have no business beating and they'll lose to teams that they have no business uh, losing to. And it's just the way it works. But then we get to the division games after St. Louis. And we're, I got to write down two out of three here. This is the worst segment I think we've ever put on. But so, keep going. Shut up. So it's Me 69. You're just talking about your sorrows. So it's 69 and 78 by the time we get to Philly. Nice. And then we're going to lose uh, two out of three to Philly. And then. Oh, he's frozen again. Mm-hmm. He's lose back both games. Speech. Oh, there he is. Oh. You were frozen. Was I? What was the last thing I said? I don't know. Oh, well. It's probably for the best. What did you, you just broke. say? What did you just say? Philly, uh, the three-game okay. series, we're taking two out of three. Or no, okay. we're losing two out of three. You're losing two out of three. Okay. Yes. And then we get Boston, we lose both of those. Okay. So, no. Then we have Milwaukee for some reason. This is awful. What do you mean for some reason? I just hate how we don't have division teams in the final month. Why? So you can't? There should be more division games on. leading up to the end of the year. Okay, keep going. They're That's just on. how I feel. Just, Not really. We don't. We, we well, from last month. We only had like I think four games left. It Washington. can't be that for every team. There's an odd yeah. number of teams in each division. Keep going. The Brewers going through the same thing. They're playing you guys. So okay, Milwaukee sweeps us easy, no problem, mm-hmm. and we take two out of three from Miami, mm-hmm. which means that we end the season. At uh, 72 and 84. Please please, do my math. Please. please, Oh, there's another series. There's another series. I didn't please explain to me how in a 162 game season you finish at 72 and 84. There's another three series. I didn't see it in October. I'm sorry. Another two series. No, that's just Atlanta after that puts you at 159 games, Zach. Okay, so I messed up somewhere down the road. Well, it might be it might be three games short because of the COVID thing with Washington, unless they they made all those up. Uh, they're doing that in uh, yeah, they're doing that uh, coming up next month. Okay. Moral of the story is we're going to be t- like fifteen games under. Okay, all right. By thank the end of this, finally, thank you for finally summoning Mount. What's your point? <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you for just taking the show the All metaphorical the train and just running it into a brick wall. All right. <laughs> Shining stars list, rest of Canada. 
Uh, these are teams, players on teams outside these cities of Vancouver and Toronto. So here we go in our rest of Canada shining stars list. Connor McDavid. The rest yeah, of Canada. It, that's my one too. Connor McDavid, also my one. My number one is Connor McDavid. Is it Connor McDavid all around? Yes. Yeah. Should be. Okay. Now we might get to some differs. Who's two? Carey Price. I said Carey Price. I said Carey Price. Trish? I'm with Carey Price. Yeah, I okay. said the same thing. Eric? Leon Dreisaitl. Okay. He's my three. That's my <laughs> three. Carey Price is my three. Okay. Dreisaitl is going to be my three. Trish, you didn't write this down, did you? No, I'm just going off the top of my oh, head, this, bro. This is going to get fun as we get deeper. Top down of my head. Stealing from people's list. <laughs> no, I am not. What's your three? Is it McDavid, Price, Dreisaitl? That's mine. Okay, you know what, Tom? It's also mine. Uh, (laughs) Zach, who's your three? Uh, Jordy Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Jordy's face is the best. I know this is a podcast and you can't see it, but it might have been the best face reaction to this. Why it's it's bad when it takes me a second to think is he even on one of those teams? He's a Winnipeg Jet, right? Yeah. Okay. Zach's three is Jordy Ben. I'm sure Tom loves that. (laughs) Yep. Huge fan. Who's four? My four is Shea Weber. Eric. Johnny Gaudreau. Trish. I I hate to do this, but Johnny Hockey. Tom. Hellbuck. Yes, Tom. Yes, I would. That was mine too. <laughs> Let's go. Me and Tom are on the same page. I don't think Jordy Ben sniffs another list. And now that I said that, I know Trish is going to put him at the bottom of his. All right. Uh, my five is Cole Caulfield. Eric, Jay Weber, Tom, Bo Levi Mitchell, quarterback for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. No, he's a quarterback for the Calgary Stampeders, isn't he? Whatever. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Not according to the list I saw. Uh, I'm going to get a fact check. Okay, thank you. Trish, who's your five? Ryan Nugent Hopkins. R&H. Okay, Zach. I had the same thing. You had Ryan Nugent Hopkins? Yeah. Amazing. Okay, Calgary Stampeders. <laughs> you were right. I know. He's on my list. My six is Johnny Gaudreau. Eric, who's your six? So this going to make history because it's the first female. Bianca, Bianca Andreescu. Oh, she's uh tennis. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. That's a problem. Not a big tennis guy, but Trish, who's your ten- who's We your could six? do tennis. I had no idea that was even. Well, if we were doing Switzerland, if we, were, if we did Switzerland, it'd be like all tennis. Federer. Wait, we're going to Switzerland yeah. with this? No, we're not. Going- not yet. <laughs> All right, uh, Trish, who's your six? Quinn Hughes. We you can't do Vancouver. We did the Pacific oh, Northwest. Oh fuck, already. that's right. Shit. <laughs> you really uh, thought you were onto something with Quinn Hughes there? I did. Give me a jet. Who's a good jet? They're Pierre Luc Dubois. No. There you go. That guy. PLD is Trish's six. Here we go. <laughs> Tom, who's your six? Stanley Bryant, offensive lineman for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Tom, stop with the CFL players. What list you pulled up? Do you know what the worst part is? If we did this a year and a half ago, Manziel would be number one on all of ours. Yeah. 
Oh, hell yeah. That's what I said <laughs> that would be great. Uh, maybe not one, but he's definitely top three. Uh, Zach, who's your six? My six is Miko Kuskinen. Miko Koskinen? Koskinen, sorry. <laughs> Miko's a great name. Oh, my God. He's Tony, terrible. I stand corrected. I'm still <laughs> glad we did the rest of Canada. He's terrible. I told you. He's not even the best goalie on that team. I don't know what to tell you. Tom definitely has Mike Smith in his list. Uh, He's not on my list. <laughs> my seven. I should have put him in. My seven is Matthew Kachuk. Eric? My number seven is Blake Wheeler. Okay. Trish? Is Brady Kachuk on a Canadian team? Yeah, he's on the Senators. Yeah, I'm going to take Brady Kachuk. Okay. Tom? Johnny Goudreau. Okay. Zach? For seven? Yeah, for seven. Duncan Keith. Right. Oh, man, I forgot (laughs) he was an oiler. Huge fan. Zach, I'm a huge fan of your list. Thank you. I think you got the best one here. Mm. (laughs) Bo Levi Mitchell might have just got bumped from my list. (laughs) Um, Eight. Eight, I have Tyler Toffoli. Eric? Any Alexiak. Okay. Swimmer. Right. Kicked ass in the Olympics. I'm just making sure I was right with that. Yep. Trish? I'm going to take Brady Kachuk's brother. What's his name? Matthew Kachuk. Just so okay. you know, when Zach does this, we're putting Brady Kachuk's brother in for eight under yours. That's fine. Also, I'm Matthew cool Kachuk that. is literally the more popular Kachuk brother. I understand. I just wanted okay. to do that to piss you off. Trey, uh, Tom, eight. Jay Weber. That low, huh? Shocking. Well, well, yeah, you put an offensive lineman out of him. Uh, originally, I didn't have him on my list. All right, Zach, eight. Eight for me is David Gustafson. Is he a defenseman for the Montreal Canadiens? Yes. It's also not David Gustafson. Really? No. No. I was just looking at the, the list here. What, your list that you wrote? No, I'm looking at the – oh, it's Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> forward. Who? Oh, hockey reference. Who the hell is David Gustafson? <laughs> well, there we go. He's on my list. Now you know him. He's only getting paid $867,000. <laughs> This man is playing for the I'm calling on he's 21. I'm he, you know, he's an up-and-comer. What do you want from me? I searched David Gustafson. It gave me a judge. It didn't even give me the player. Please enlighten me with his statistics. Please. All right. Oh, wait. There's an ad. Well, now we have to try to get him on the podcast. He hasn't played, has he? Yes, he has. 22 games last year. Okay. He had one point <laughs> with one goal. <laughs> Uh, four shots, and right. let's see. Yeah, is that was a, it. <laughs> is he a forward or a defenseman? He's a forward. He's a forward, <laughs> and he played 22 games and that accumulated four shots and one his, point. His plus minus is uh, minus two. Mm. <laughs> How he the does hell have a save just... percentage, though. Yeah, well, he also has a goal. He has a 25% save percentage. 
What? Shooting percentage. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, yeah. Goal on four shots. Yeah, twenty-five percent, Zach. That's not bad. Not bad. He's Swedish. He's up and coming. People will in, know him. Did he play in the playoffs? I do not think so. Oh, <laughs> All right. You're telling me for nine, I'm putting Shea Weber. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. My, my nine is Duncan Keith. Eric? Cole Caulfield. He's my five. Tom? <laughs> Jagarin Mitchell, defensive end, Hamilton Tiger Cats. <laughs> All right, Zach? Um, Ryan McLeod. <laughs> Ryan McLeod? Yeah. Is he even playing? He's a forward for the Oilers. I know. He's a forward for the Oilers. His brother plays for the Devils. I know. Well, That's why I chose him. Mike. Zach, Zach there, there might be a problem with that. Why? If he's in the AHL, he's no. in Bakersfield. It says Edmonton here, 2020-2021. What were his numbers? He has one assist, okay, 10 games played. played. He played good enough. Didn't burn a year off that rookie contract, but he played. Yep. Does say currently playing for the Edmonton Oilers. So, all right, Zach has just killed any fun I was having when we first thought of this idea. Why? <laughs> all right, my ten. I, Brady Kachuk got bumped from my list, and my ten is Bo Levi Mitchell because I wanted some CFL flair. <laughs> you don't have enough CFL flair. I wanted the Giants <laughs> to sign him two off seasons ago. So, Eric, who's your ten? Duncan Keith. Gonna keep it short and simple. Trish. Um, I feel like I don't have enough Montreal Canadians on my list. I also feel like you said Quinn Hughes at seven. We said we'd come back to you, and you just didn't give us a seven. No, I totally did. <laughs> I gave you one immediately after that. Hold on, run through my wrist list real quick. I'll tell you. Nobody's writing your shit down. Oh fuck. Well, who is your 10? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what's that kid's name? Cole Caulfield. Cole Caulfield. That's it. Cole Caulfield. He just said, what's that kid's name? Like, we haven't he, said I, it. I think he called me, like, three times since Jack Hughes has been drafted, telling me, telling me about how the Devils need to somehow get him. Because him and Jack Hughes are boys. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's true. Tom, who's your 10? Well, since my 10 got taken, I'm just uh, – mine was Cole Caulfield. But uh, now it's Brandon Banks, uh, wide receiver for Hamilton. Tom, you understand we could have had the same number 10, right? I didn't want you copying my list. <laughs> me copying your list? Well, you copied my top three. He gave Shut me the up, answer Tom. first. How many CFL players do you have in your list? Four. And I haven't heard of any of them. And I watched That's, the Hamilton game last week. That Bo is Levi your Mitchell, fault, not my fault. Stay educated. Tom, had you heard of any of those people a week ago? Heard of Bo Levi Mitchell. Although I did look up to see if Connor Cook was still playing Again, in the CFL. If, if any of these guys walk on the street, would you recognize him? Not here, no. but maybe in the rest of Canada. Hey, let me tell you, that guy Gustafson on the Jets could walk down the street. I wouldn't know who he is. Same with Miko Koskinen, for that matter. I, I wouldn't be able to point him out. He's wearing 
a, a shirt or something with the team, you might think he might play. That for them. shirt would have to say, I play for the Winnipeg Jets. And even then, I don't think I'd believe it. I have no idea what that man looks like. He was probably like his, a sixth round pick. I, ha- I have his Instagram. I found it. How many followers does he have? 5,799. Don't point at me like that meant something to you, Zach. It it did. Send who what? Send me the link to his Instagram. He also has an email link, so we need to get him on this podcast. Yeah, I'll 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 work out to him. See, I did something good here today. You didn't do anything. Do not mistake what's going on here for you. You You didn't do this. Very brave. My list, I think, is pretty damn good. So it's bold. It's it is bold. It's out of the box. Okay, who's your 10? Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> Johnny Hockey. <laughs> well done, Zach. Well done. Wow. I never cease to amaze. Nope. <laughs> I, I got him really bad. That was too. awesome. <laughs> I got one for our next episode. What do you think in town? How about the state of Missouri? Well, I was actually going to say in tribute to the Coyotes, why don't we do Arizona? Oof. That's a tough one. You want to do Are Arizona? You did Detroit in the entire country of Canada. Yeah, but it's Arizona. <laughs> sure. You want to do Arizona next episode? Yeah, might as yeah, well. Or do you yeah. want to lump in Vegas and say the desert? No. Okay. Tom says no. All right, we're doing Arizona. Well, here's why. Because I think Vegas might be getting an MLB team kind of soon. Well, I think we can do 10 just split between the Raiders and the Golden Knights anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Arizona, the Coyotes, the Suns, the Cardinals, and the Diamondbacks. The eye roll when you said Diamondbacks. Yeah, there's one player. It's Madison Bumgarner. A couple years ago, be Zach Greinke. It's not a couple years ago, though, is it? It's not, no. Yeah. It's not. But that... The Cardinals bumped up, though. That, thankfully, is going to wrap up this episode of Too Many Men. You don't appreciate everyone's list, and it shows. No, yeah. I appreciate lists. I don't appreciate his. Why? And by his, you know who I mean. Even Zach knew who I meant. I said his, he said why. I didn't say who it was. Well, we just had a conversation about it. Why would I forget about that? Who the hell is David Gustafson? He's an up-and-comer. Who is he? Was he drafted? Yes. What round? I don't know. I, I have his hockey reference up. Let me Go just ahead. say, I do. It was a 2018 second round pick. Oof. Oof, what? That helps my uh my case here. No, it here. doesn't. It's a second round pick. Now I'm going now I'm going to Wikipedia at the selections by round. <laughs> Are you trying to see who got taken before? He's a so, 60th overall pick. He does have his own Wikipedia page. Most, sure not to. Yeah, most people do. Yeah, four the, games. Well, the guy. The guy wait, wait, above, wait, 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 wait. The guy picked above him doesn't have a Wikipedia Okay, page. wait a minute. That one <laughs> goal something. he scored? Wait a minute. That one goal he scored was two seasons ago? Wow. It wasn't even last season? Apparently he not. Played, he played four games this year. He had no points. That's rough. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> and with that, 
that is the end of this episode. Yeah, that's going to wrap this <laughs> up. This I, too many men. Yeah, that's going to wrap this episode. I'm sorry if you sat through it. I really am. If, if, you, if, you, if you get to this point, we, we do appreciate you. If you've gotten here, I, I don't understand how. There must literally be nothing else on that's, entertainment wise. That says but, a lot about you if you got here. You so must Tuesday, really like us. Tuesday, we're going to break down Arizona. And now we got to start because we, we fight. We, dude, we've made it out of summer. Yeah. Finally. Wait, can we can we do it like Monday or Wednesday? Me and Zach might be at the Met game on Tuesday. Okay. Monday or Wednesday. Let's, sure. let's call it Wednesday. Football is right around the corner. Yes. Let's call it Wednesday. And let's look at our calendar here. Huh. All right. Games start on the 9th, right? Yes, for the okay. So we'll do Shining Stars Arizona Wednesday the 25th. Friday the 27th, we'll do another Shining Stars. Tuesday the 31st, we will do season predictions like we did last year through the season simulator. Um, we'll figure out something to do on the third. Oh, the third, we'll do our Too Many Men Fantasy Football draft. Yeah. Well, I thought it's scheduled for the it's so it's scheduled for the seventh though. I can move it because we have something for the seventh. Ooh. For the seventh, it's a Tuesday before football, so we're picking that week of games like we do every year. We're back. And then Friday the tenth will be our Sunday spreads. So that's the schedule looking forward. And we're back. And we're back. And yeah. we officially have storylines. Yes. No uh, more dragging it out, screaming about the coyotes. An, we got an hour of this episode with like two stories. Yeah. Look at us yeah. go. And Zach's atrocious list. But every episode of the Tony Men Sports Podcast, it's pretty bad. Every episode of the Tony <laughs> Men Sports list was Podcast brave. is available. Is, we're calling it Brave. <laughs> yes. What are we tit- What are we titling this episode? I was gonna make Zach's a Henrik Lundqvist S. I was gonna make a Henrik Lundqvist S. But every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Like, share, subscribe, or don't. After this, I would say don't. I, I'd probably unfollow. Um, but we will I'd see block you. Us. We, I, we will see you on Wednesday for an episode of Too Many Men. We got a Shine Stars in Arizona coming then, so we will see you then. <laughs>